Gentlemen, start your engine. Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engines. Here's your race team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Track reporter and racing insider, Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. Good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines on a kind of a weird, different Saturday morning. Really? And and we've almost got the band back together again. Yeah. Good morning, Greg. Good morning to y'all. And uh, Did you have a good trip to Florida I, last week? Yeah, I did. I had a real good trip and uh, saw my mother-in-law who will turn 95 years old in, um, in May, May the 3rd. And you showed me the picture. A lovely looking young lady. <laughs> she is. No, that was my daughter. <laughs> No, my daughter went with me. We had a we had a real good time. It was, uh, I tell you, uh, the air travel is. I mean, it's it hasn't changed since the last time I flew, which was probably a couple of years ago. But it, there weren't as many people walking around with masks on. It was uh, it was kind of different the way people are holding themselves these days out in public, and uh, which, of course, brings me to. Uh, mentioned right off the bat here that you know the everybody is having to deal with this and it's this coronavirus and it's a it's an extremely serious thing and you know every sports show and talk show and everything that's all you hear so uh well it's all we've got to talk about right now we don't have much sports going on well we're going to try to give you a little bit of break from it. It's going to be hard to avoid it completely, but we and, did have some races last week. Yeah, and who do we have as a special guest today? Yeah, we got uh, Greg. Who did you get? Did you get anybody? Uh, well, we got Harry Gant. Harry Gant. Harry Gant. Harry Gant, and uh, we'll have him on at ten twenty. We haven't talked to Harry in a couple of years. Of course, he uh, drove the Skull Bandit for Burt Reynolds and Hal Needham, and that famous green number thirty three that uh he had a lot of success with that car and um, harry will be on i think the i remember one year we called him and we took us about three times to get him because he was out milking a cow or something you remember that he was out on his farm yeah so we'll uh we'll have harry on later but um yeah what i was saying is you know india's canceled the next four races and uh i mean flat out canceled them and nascar's canceled too we Supposed to have Atlanta this week, and then they were going to go down to they were going to go down to Homestead for uh, you know they, they used to end the season there, so it's uh, bumped up to like the fifth race of the year now, and I don't think they have any plans to uh, reschedule those. They're just uh, you know they're gone. They're gone from the schedule, which is you know this is a this is a big financial hit for a lot of people, not just uh, uh, the tracks. Uh, but, you know, the workers at the tracks and just like it is for the people at the different ar- arenas and, the, you know, the, the basketball that everybody looked forward to all year, the the uh, March Madness and the championships and, of course, the Gamecock women, uh, they might or might not have won the national championship, but we'll never know because all that got canceled. Um, some things are canceled, some things are postponed and I'm not telling most of you listeners anything you don't know. The Masters has been postponed. And, 
my high school reunion's been postponed, so it's a uh, it's it's a fluid situation, and you know who knows what else might happen. Uh, you know, hopefully it's getting better, or it will get better. I don't think it's peaked out for uh, for us yet, as far as how bad it's going to get. But you know, I, as I was saying out in the lobby there, Ronnie, uh, in China there's, there was eighty thousand people affected, which. In China, that's not that many. Well, they took draconian measures, too, also to quarantine people. Well, but what Something was, that we couldn't do here. What I was going to say about China, though, I read yesterday where of the 80,000 that, that were infected by the virus, 58,000 are okay now. Yeah. And, of course, some passed away and others, I guess, are still recuperating. So they've... Uh, they've gone over the hump and are, and are coming down the other side of the curve so that... Uh, you know, it's it's passing there, but I don't think we've gotten to that point yet, and I don't know if anybody knows how close we are to it. But well, you know. I, I saw a report uh, earlier this morning. I, so, I told you I woke up earlier than I meant to this morning, and I was watching some TV, and they were showing uh, some graphs of daily infected rates. And right now, Italy, which has been one of the worst countries, one hit, of the worst, is right at what they think is the top the peak of of their problems but hasn't started going down yet and we're a week to 10 days behind them so they're saying that we could be in for some some really bad things in the next week to 10 days plus we've got a lot more people than they got in we do but um anyway let's try to let's try to talk a little bit of racing while we can what today also is national pie day pi Three fourteen. There you go. First three, three digits of the the uh, mathematical actually element of pi. Is it three point one four? Right. Three point one four. Yeah. Yeah, I think three. Yeah, three point one four six six six, and it goes on. Did that come up very much building engines? Uh, he's thinking. I guess that's a no. Uh there's applications, I think, but that had to be just on my Brandy's stuff. on and on and on. I got you. Yeah. I remember what was on the Little Rascals. They said uh, um, pi R square, and he said, no, pi R round. Pi R round. Yeah, so. yeah, that's kind of one of the. And this is talking about racing, uh, about the pie situation. There's nothing perfectly round, and uh, so you have to use that. You know when uh, you know nothing is those like saying the perfect circle. And I, you know they used to uh, Joe Wedley and I'm trying to think who else Bob Coven and. Daddy and them, they used to do a lot of running around for perfect circle piston rings. And right. That, it was a good product, but uh, like I say, it's called perfect circle, but it's kind of interesting. Well, um, the uh, they did run a race last week, and it was at Phoenix, and uh, we're trying to decide here if anybody picked a winner, and we seem to think Jada might have picked... Uh, well, no, we I looked it up, and we think it's Allen. Oh, Allen. Okay, well, yeah. maybe Allen. Well, speaking of which, 
Uh, I've got a call from Alan right before the show, and he's under a car right now changing the rear end. He said that he would uh, be glad to come on the show, just not in person. So we're going to give Alan a call uh, to start our second hour at 11 o'clock. And, and um, I think he said he had his driver, Danny Tesnier, there uh, handing him wrenches or, or the other way around. And then Jada is going to give us the local recap at 11.20. So we're going to try to stay, uh, to, to stay as normal as, as we possibly can here. But uh, Greg did get us Harry Gantt. We haven't talked to Harry in a couple of years, uh, a couple of years, and we'll have him on at 10.20. Of course, Nelson Crozier will be on at 10.40 and uh, give us his insight into the effects of the coronavirus on probably the rest of the season. And... Um, as far as I know, I don't think I've heard of anybody in NASCAR that got it, uh, that got infected. Um, but you know, biggest name I heard, which doesn't have anything to do with racing, supposedly the actor Tom Hanks, right, and his yeah. wife, and his wife got infected, but they were overseas or something. I they, they were, were in Australia making a baseball movie. Yeah, yeah, they're in Australia. Yeah, yeah. and they still are. And the uh, wife of. Canadian Prime Minister Trudeau has tested positive, and he has self-quarantined himself along with his wife. Okay. Well, I didn't, didn't know about that one. Okay. Well, let's talk, if we can, for a few minutes here about... Uh, Actually talk about racing. About racing, about the cup race last week at, um, at Arizona. Of course, now they're going to go back to Arizona to finish the season. Uh, and they had a couple of restarts there at the end, but nobody was going to touch Logano. Uh, he was the winner. Kevin Harvick was second. So um, it was a good day for Ford. Kyle Busch was third. Kyle Larson fourth. Clint Boyer fifth. Kurt Busch was sixth. My choice, Chase Elliott was seventh after starting on the pole. Eighth was Eric Almarola. Cole Custer had a nice finish with ninth. And William Byron was tenth. So uh, that was... Uh, uh, I, I tell you, somebody that's, that's really having a rough time of it right now, and he's making it known, is uh, Martin Truex. Yes. He's hitting a lot of stuff, and he's having car failures, and uh, he is about to get mired so far behind that um, it, it might be really tough for him to get caught up again. So, uh, But um, there were some crashes. Ryan, Ryan Blaney was in an early crash uh, with uh, um, Austin Dillon. It was in a, an early crash, as was uh, Tyler Reddick and, as I said, Martin Truex. So, a uh, lot of bad luck. The, the point standings, as we, uh, as we stand right now after three races, Joey Logano, and this is the, the playoff standings. You know, the point standings is a little different from the playoff standings, but I'll give you the playoff standings. Jo jo <coughs> Excuse me. I knew it was going to happen. Joey Logano is first with two wins. Alex Bowman is second with one win. Denny Hamlin is third with one win. Kevin Harvick is fourth. Chase Elliott is fifth. Jimmy Johnson sixth. Ryan Blaney seventh. Kyle Larson eighth. Eric Almarola is tied with Carl uh, Kyle Larson for eighth. And tenth is Matt D. Benedetto, who is tied with Brad Keselowski. Um. Greg, it's good to see you back. Uh, I know you uh, haven't been able to. You were on the show last week. I was not. But uh, 
I don't think I've been able to pick you up and bring you to the show since the first the first show of the season. So it was a uh, good to see you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Like like I say, Bertie uh, uh, struggled with a a dog bite. It, it turned septic on her. And biggest biggest thing is uh, we're over it now. But was the pneumonia deal? And me having COPD and that bad asthma, uh, a little more concerned with it. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm doing better. Biggest thing, biggest thing was I was wearing the sofa out a little bit too much. <laughs> and they told me they said, uh, and they pointed over to bed said, get out of that bed and let's get moving. Because what what had happened, my legs had gotten weak. And it makes me messes with my balance and that kind of stuff. But I've I've come a long way. I've had some good people come over and help some nurses. And they they constantly we we even got a little computer thing at the house where Roberta weighs me, checks my blood oxygen uh, and my blood pressure, and it sends it directly to the hospital. And we got to do it every day. And they monitor that. That's pretty cool. Really, the strangest thing that they can't quite understand, they do with a bird because they had her on some blood pressure medicine, but uh, was low blood pressure. And uh, but they said that had see Roberta had the, the pneumonia deal too, and uh, so but we, we're over all that. The biggest. Biggest thing is just me building building up some strength and getting off my rear end. And well, we'll work, I'll help you work on that. We'll uh, if we go out to eat after the show, I'll uh, you can run along behind the car. Yeah, I, I, I'll try <laughs> until we get to Applebee's or wherever it is we end yep. up going. They uh, all right. They they ran an Xfinity race last week, and uh, you know. Um, Jeremy Clemens just can't can't get out of his own way. He, he is just, just absolutely snake bit this he's year. He's had some bad starts, and we talked about not repeating last year, but I think his starts this year, except for a ninth he had, uh, uh, he was dead last last week, you know, with a with an engine problem. And, um, you know, that's, uh, you know, the first car out, he only made 58 laps. So, uh, you know, we... Uh, with everything, that's something to think about, Greg. I mean, I guess I should talk about this off the air, but maybe we'll get Jeremy on next week because, uh, you know, Greg and I were discussing the fact that we've, uh, with with the racing season being uh, sort of on hold right now and uh, maybe a lot of people we can't normally get, uh, we might be able to to get on the show for, uh, you know, for, sat- for Saturday morning. We, um, we're going to try to keep this show as normal as possible. It's just not going to be the results to talk about. I mean, we can't make them up, and we'll do the best we can with uh, maybe some extra interviews. Now, locally, I don't think it's been affected yet. According to Alan, they're uh, they're going along just like uh, absolutely normal with no uh, with with no uh, kind of delays or or uh, postponements or anything like that, other than something that might come up with the weather. So. Uh, you know, we'll 
maybe uh, double up on that. And, and we do have a drag racing connection, or a couple of them, actually. And we can we can um, carry on with that as well. So I don't think anything's being affected locally, which we'll just... We got two hours to fill, and we'll and we'll do it. We'll do it one way or the other. Greg's got some uh, a lifetime full of stories, so maybe we'll do a little bit of uh, bench racing. Well, I'm I'm thinking of a a couple of people, time permitting. That I think we call that be interested to, to talk to. Well, we got plenty of time. Well, uh, well, we could even dig up a few of the old silent speedways. Yeah, we got a few of those we can play over here. For people really did love those. If I get a if I get a tickle in my throat like I just did, maybe we'll uh, slap a couple of them in there. Well, let's let's just let people know too. If they do run into us out and about, and they have heard you coughing here on the radio, you're not sick. It's just a dry throat. And I've got my Propel here, uh, strawberry flavored uh, lemonade. That uh, got to last me two hours, and I've got like uh, I've already knocked out an hour's worth of it. So <laughs> I've got a, you know, I, I've I've just got a a tickly throat sometimes. I honestly, I wake up and I come in and do the show, and I think if uh, actually if I did a three o'clock show, it wouldn't happen as often because it's just like y'all are the first people I've talked to all morning after sleeping and I just I'm not making excuses but I guess it takes me a while to get my voice cranked up but we're gonna take our first break right now and come back and talk to Harry Gant who uh, I'm looking very much forward to uh, talking to you're listening to start your engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg want to talk racing with the guys Call the Sign Force hotline now at 864-468-1400. Start your engine returns in a moment on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Fox Sports 1400 now has an app. Like mozzarella sticks? No, it's an app for your phone. My phone is hungry? Okay, so for the rest of you. Download the Fox Sports 1400 app today with our elite audio text line. Just search Fox Sports 1400 in Google Play or the App Store. Download our app today by searching Fox Sports 1400. 
Happy New Year! We're seeing 2020 at Greer Nissan, and the savings are clear. Cars, trucks, SUVs, all your favorite models are on sale with low prices and payments. New Year, new you, new Nissan. And with over 300 to choose from, you've got plenty of options. Drive a new Altima, just $169 a month. Only $169 for a new 2020 Altima. Drive a new road, just $199 a month. Or save up to $8,500 off. Only $199 for a 2020 road. Or save $8,500 off a new 2019 road. Or take the wheel of a rugged new Titan pickup and save up to $14,000 off. That's right, up to $14,000 off a new Titan. Get big savings on our large selection of used vehicles, too. And if you need credit, come and get it. Hurry into Greer Nissan. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard or shop online at GreerNissan.com. 864-479-1197 for more details. Are you sick of all the cookie-cutter, boring barbershops? If so, you need to visit the Ironsburg Barber Company in Hillcrest Shopping Center. At the Ironsburg Barber Company, professionalism and customer service is their top priority. Owner A.J. West makes sure that every customer gets exactly the haircut they want when they sit in his chair. So if you want to get your hair cut like you like it and in a fun, man-cave-like environment, then give A.J. a call at 864-466-5289. The Ironsburg Barber Company offers military and first responder discounts, and everyone is always welcome, even Clemson fans. First-time visitors mention this ad and get $5 off. Call for an appointment today at 466-5289. The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Weekdays from noon till 3 on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at Welcome back to Start Your Engines. We're trying to get a hold of Harry Gant here. He might be, uh, seems like uh, we may have him now. Okay, we got him and we'll come right on with him. And uh, good morning. Welcome to Start Your Engines, Harry. Yeah. Thank you for coming on and uh, we appreciate your time this morning. Greg? Yeah, okay. Well, Harry, first of all, uh, it's good to talk to you. And uh, I know a lot of things. Have, this flu thing's kind of throwed everybody a curve. So we've been talking about that. But uh, how how's Mister Harry Gamp been doing? I've been doing good, working all the time, not going nowhere much. So enjoying life. Well, that's good. That, 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 that's great. I know we called you one time, or I did. I did. Uh, Last year or something, you was up underneath pickup truck, put the transmission or something in it. Yeah. So you yeah. definitely stay active. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I got a lot of stuff to do, you know, between the farm and the house and cars, all that stuff. Tractors. Well, I remember one. Busy. I remember one time we called you a couple of years ago, and uh, I think you were out uh, messing with the livestock or something. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Harry, you've. Uh, I tell you what. You, you're one of the drivers that uh, I just don't ever hear anybody, and we talk racing all the time here, and then nobody ever has anything bad to say about Harry Gant. You had a you had a wonderful career, and uh, you uh, you came up the way that uh, the way that I, as far as I'm concerned, you're supposed to come up on the dirt tracks and uh, 
and the short tracks around Hickory, North Carolina. In fact, you you raced on Hickory back when it was dirt and uh, and was there when they paved it. Yeah, that's, uh, we raced uh, there a long time on dirt, and then uh, there's a few more tracks around with dirt that we ran on in, uh, in this neighborhood around here. And, uh, yeah, and then, uh, you know, in the late model, and uh, it, uh, it, it sort of laid back in my mind. I didn't know if I'd want to try to make a living racing at that time. <laughs> Well, you sure did. Now, who were some of the, uh, the the guys that you raced against back in those days? I mean, that's some pretty famous names there as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. I raced against a lot of uh, guys, that, uh, real big guys in Western Cup back then. I had a, I went to Columbus, South Carolina on Thursday night, first time I've been down there in dirt track. And I get down there, and uh, it's going to be about a 250 lap race. <laughs> I had a bit seven Chevrolet. They was uh, still running those in, you know. But you could go up to the Lake Model in the sixties. I stayed with what I had there. But anyway, I think long story short, Tiny Lum was there in a Hallman movie. Uh, Sixty-one Starliner, Piston, Ford Starliner, Ralph Earnhardt. He had a uh, Chevelle and a uh, little Bud Mower. Yeah, I just keep on. <laughs> I said, man, this is like a Winston Cup race down here. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we we run pretty good there. I think I finished about fifth. You know, one hundred seventy five dollars. <laughs> some... Good shape. <laughs> <laughs> now I would imagine one of your uh, 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 one of your big rivals back then had to be um, Bobby Isaac. I mean, he was right there. He lived pretty close to you, didn't he? Yeah, he uh, he run after he retired from the Winston or Grand National time the Winston Cup. You know, he went he started running Hickory and the Kingsport and around. And uh, yeah, he run really really good. Uh, he had probably the first uh, one of those frame uh, uh, Ford, you know, rear steer piston built, you know, like Holman Moody, right? And uh, on a uh, you know a factory built chassis, in other words. Instead of just using what we had, and uh, it was Chevelle, run really good, really good. And so uh, the next year, uh, we had Piston to get one for us, and so I think we won about 200 racers in Tom's car there. So, uh, but Bobby, uh, if he had come in here, that, that thing, we probably wouldn't have built one, just kept going bitch sitting. <laughs> Harry, uh, one of the funniest stories you, you've ever told is. Uh, down at Daytona, and I don't know if it was the Bush Series or what it was, but can you tell us a story about uh, Junior Johnson off your carburetor? <laughs> and that's always that's always been a good one. I've heard Junior tell it. I've heard you tell it. But uh, y'all were y'all were pretty speedy. Y'all won, y'all won the race and everything. But uh, yeah, yeah, we had a. How did that sort of go about? I mean, it's it, it, real funny story the way you told it last time. Well, yeah, Junior, he, uh, you know, he come up this. We borrowed his radios too. We didn't make radios. And, uh, yeah, we uh, running the car was fast, really fast. Uh, you know, I think we lapped the field under under green. You know, and so it uh, uh, it started vibrate really, really bad. Ten laps to go, and uh, I come on the radio. And I said, I've got a bad vibration. And nobody said nothing. 
I said, you copy that? Well, they went on. There's about eight laps to go in. And I said, hey, I can't see through this plexiglass windshield we had. It's vibrating. I couldn't even see the bad gun plague down. And nobody answered that. So and it may not finish the race. And uh, I said, why didn't y'all answer it, boys? Finger said, don't answer it. <laughs> <laughs> Two front tires were blistered all the pieces. <laughs> but they made it there. Yeah. Like I say, you, uh, you've had a good day at a lot of places. I, I yeah. don't forget. Uh, well, you know, the show that comes on before us uh, is just a regular general sports show. And it's some it's some young fellas that admittedly don't, don't know too much about auto racing. And when I said, uh, I came in here when we showed up and I said, would you, uh, you know, they usually promote the show for us and tell who our guest is. And and he said, who do you have on this week? And I said, we have Harry Gant. And one of these guys who uh, really surprised me says, Mr. September. And I went, that's right. And I'm kind of surprised that you would know something like that. That was uh, a lot of people obviously remember you as for that streak you had in uh, 1991. And uh, when you won, um, you won four races in a row. And... That just had to be something uh, at that point that you just felt like you couldn't do anything wrong for about a month. Yeah, it just, uh, everything clicked. Boy, said, it just come out the radio tire and this is an Oldsmobile, which was a really good, good car. Uh, didn't have a lot of downforce in, in front, you know, and had good downforce behind. And uh, you just, uh, it turned, you know, without any problem. And, uh, yeah, it, it was just uh, great. And, we was making good pit stops now, and uh, the fifth one we had was uh, was going to win at Wilkesburg, and about to forty laps to go, and the brake went away. The bleeder come out, the brake bleeder out of the caliper, and uh, I didn't have no brakes forty two laps. <laughs> and uh, we finished second, you know, the Dale, but uh, that was the best, very best that the car was of all the races that we run it at, because it was just. Uh, it was just really hooked up and turning good. And I mean, I've played that in my mind a lot of times since then. I might have stuck in third gear going in the corner. And it might have worked. <laughs> <laughs> well, that streak was uh, started with the Southern 500, which is like the crown jewel of... Uh, of, of NASCAR, as far as I'm concerned. And, and, and then Richmond, Dover, and Martinsville. And, and you also threw in a couple of Bush wins in, in there at Richmond and Dover. But... It seems like to me, now, wasn't it Martinsville, the fourth one that you won? It, 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 it seems to me that you uh, spun out or something and, and, and got hit in the nose like somebody passing by hit the front of the car or something. And I said, well, this is this is one he's not going to win, but you won it anyway. Yeah, yeah, it, it ran faster. <laughs> <laughs> something, it something. just had about a half round of play and steering wheel. Once I had that figured out, would hold my hands up. <laughs> it would turn, boy. It would turn. And, uh, yeah, it just, uh, it was, it was just as good as it was before. Yeah, I tell you one thing, uh, you and, uh, Travis and the people working on that car, and, uh, you were hooked up, there's no doubt about it. I mean, they could nobody touch you for, really, it was, it, we talk about the four races in a row, but there was really a, a stretch of about 10 races. Eight or ten, yeah. you, you you should have won, but uh, you did get the four in a row in September. Yeah. But 
y'all had a hand, y'all had a handle on the handling. I mean, it was that thing would go. Could nobody well, yeah. touch it? Like I say, the radio towers was kind of a spooky feeling, you know. And uh, they got them better after that. I think it's getting about the first time. And it, it, you know, cars dart around a little bit with them there. They kind of had square uh, sidewalls, you know, kind of in uh, our car. It was always a good car. Uh, those mobile was. It uh, the deck lid was longer, a little longer than Chevrolet, and it was considerable higher. Uh, and then the front was just a not really a big flat area, but it had nothing, you know, sloped. It was all just straight across, about a three and a half with the headlights cut. And uh, it didn't have. It just was a neutral car, you know. So you could do about what you're going to do with. Well, one of the things that I think that, that stands out in my mind, and, and of course you you don't see this anymore because it seems like the paint schemes uh, was well, you know having to have so many different sponsors to to carry you through the season. But you had skull for um, I, I mean you can tell us how many years, but your car looked the same every year, and uh, that green and white number thirty three, and it was just. It was easily so easily recognizable and and great product identification and and just a real steady influence uh, on the sport. Yeah, it, uh, I was really happy. That was a really great sponsor, and uh, one good thing about the car owner didn't have to have but one uniform. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was uh, about to, I guess, run about thirteen years, eighty one, ninety one. Yeah, about 13 years, and that's about the only sponsor I really had. You know, I come out when I got just starting and getting on. And then, uh, we, uh, you know, it was just great people. Great people to work with. And Mannheim sponsoring that uh, Bush car. Uh, right. So it, it just, uh, that's the two best people I've ever really it's been in racing. They were really good people. And then, uh, you know, we uh, had to, uh, Taking the, the when I finished in ninety four to ninety four, so then I worked on for about thirteen more years, you know, and racetrack stuff in Mannheim too, and we done a lot of Calpetti rides and Mannheim rides, and, and uh, you know, I was uh, about sixty nine <laughs> when, mm. when I quit working with them. Well, but that worked good for me. Uh, you know, being back around the track outside, I didn't ever go in anymore. And, but I had, we had, they had de- dinners on Saturday night for the drivers of the Skull Car, uh, you know, and it's nice to go to and sit and enjoy the show and all, not have to worry about the, how you're going to do tomorrow in the race and had to get to bed early. So <laughs> it was, <laughs> that helped me wean off really good. Yeah. Uh, Harry, I, I tell you one thing I, I found out and I know how Needham and, uh, had a lot to do with that, and I did not know it, but I've been watching uh, a lot of old, uh, old westerns from back in the fifties, early sixties, and and Hal Needham he played in Have Gun with Travel with Richard Boone a bunch, and you can t- you can tell it's Mister Needham. I mean, you you uh, back when he was young, so uh, you know that the the skull thing with Harry Gant brought. Brought a Hollywood type, you know. We had Burt Reynolds would come to the racetrack with y'all sometimes, and uh, I 
think they tailored a movie or something after y'all. I mean, it just it it uh, it was really good for the sport. And, uh, yeah, and you, I think he really come a long way. He's the first one that wanted to have a. Yeah, you know, Winston had the only only uh, show car. It was just a Winston car, right? Yeah. So he wanted to do this real big time, you know, for school. And he really wanted to represent them to the hilt, you know. And uh, so uh, he he said, "When we start this show car business, <laughs> and when long that." Yeah, everybody had show cars, you know, driving around. But then he wanted to get that thing started and advertise all we could for him. And he definitely got that done. Was there any concerns about having a green car? And I know there'd been other green cars here and there. But, I mean, you were consistently every week a green car. And that's historically been unlucky in stock car racing and other forms of racing. But uh, any problems with that? No, I didn't even think about it, really. You <laughs> <laughs> think about that green yeah. money you was bringing in every weekend. <laughs> yeah, I was all talking about money's green, so, uh, yeah, it, uh, it used to be bad luck, you know, to have know. a green car. And, uh, but I, I didn't know that when we come in, that, you know. You said earlier, you know, that you... Uh, you didn't know if you wanted to do that for a living. Um, and uh, I don't think it's any secret this, that you... I don't know if it's correct to say that you got a late start, but you are still to this day the oldest driver to win a cup race, and um, at fifty-two years old, almost you know fifty-two and a half, and uh, you were the oldest guy to win your first cup race when you were forty-two years old. You know, and a lot of people are are hanging it up or getting ready to at forty-two, and you were just getting started. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I spent a lot of time in the short tracks, you know, and. Uh, done real good and uh, we run a lot of races and had good we get sponsors in that division too and but I always built houses uh, for a living as a contractor and so it just seemed you know the pay was not that great uh, when I went in there you know with uh, like uh, the coal miner really we didn't run about four or five races but then Jack and Beebe and uh, with not having any uh well, you call it uh, being on the, the plans, you know. Right. And he wasn't on any because uh, we just started. And, man, if you fell out of the race, you wouldn't win with $500. <laughs> and, uh, shoot, far. And, you know, that's uh, uh, even going back. And uh, I talked to Ned Jarrett way back. He won the championship stuff, you know, in the late 80s, uh, 60s, late 60s. Right. And Richard Petty. And it's a big thing to win a hundred thousand dollars a year, and heck, uh, heck, not that much, you know. Run the left bottle car. I tell you, I, I, I'll never. I've got to say this. I know I said it when we had you on a couple of years ago, but it's one of the greatest quotes I've ever heard. And I don't know if I've got it exactly right or not, but somebody was interviewing you one time and 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 said that you were a great race driver, and you said, "No, I'm an okay race driver. I'm a great roofer." <laughs> well. I built houses and it just come natural to me. I've done it since I was 12. You know, and it's so easy just to, if you want a house, you just tell me what it looks like and I'll build it. You know? <laughs> yeah, one it thing was about so it. easy. Yeah, just, uh, I didn't even have to think about it much. And uh, so uh, we built a lot of houses, a lot of houses. And uh, had a lot of fun doing it. And it was awful hard to quit. I, I didn't quit until uh, 77. And uh, my brother had, come back in with me and uh, they'd been in the army and uh, we got going good and so 
was loaded up to go to Daytona. A modified car and a late model sportsman car. And going to run both races. And we talked about it. And stuff got a little tight back that time in the 77 there. So uh, he said, won't you just race full time? I said, man, I'd go hungry. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, I thought about it. And I said, when I come back, I'll let you know. So we went to Daytona, won a modified race. And then should have won the bush race. And the, the white flag had come out. And I was leading there. Oh, Jack was behind me, Jack Ingram, and I, he couldn't pass. You know, he'd pull out a little bit. And so it blew the engine. Somebody did in the fourth turn. The light was on, yellow light. And, man, I don't know what I was thinking. I was waving Jack to slow down, you know. And, man, he come flying me. <laughs> we got sideways in that oil and uh, slid down to the apron. And uh, he uh, popped his in second gear, I reckon. I was in third. And he out-dragged me down to the start-finish line. That's the worst thing. I, I don't know why. I, I just thinking the race is over. It's going to end under caution, you know. Right. <laughs> but anyway, we, we'd won about uh, uh, 35, 40,000, something like that, both races. So mm, that was good. Yeah. And I said, I'll try it one year and uh, see how it works. But I enjoyed working all day on the race car, you know. And, uh, uh, you know, I had to come home and work all night. So, uh, I think we won, you know, about 35 races in the, that year. Had a good year and uh, hooked up with the cold miner there late that year and went to Riverside and run Daytona and then Rockingham, Charlotte, Rockingham, and Atlanta. And that's then, uh, that, then he was going to build a new spinoff, move everything to Bluefield. It's going to be about six months. Well, Harry, twenty minutes is not nearly enough to uh, to talk to you, and we've we've gone about twenty five. So, uh, uh, really appreciate you coming on. Well, thank you. Uh, to sound a little outwinded, I'm walking while I'm uh, talking to you. Right. Yeah. And I'm like about three tenths being two miles right here. <laughs> <laughs> One thing about it, Mister September, he is in shape. But Harry, thank you for talking to us. And like I say, we up against the time clock a little bit and uh, look forward to talking to you uh, next year or maybe later on this year. But thank you for coming on so much. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Now, all right. And you can tell he was walking or doing something there. And uh, But we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Nelson Crozier. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Frank's for the Memories. Happy New Year! 
clear. We're seeing 2020 at Greer Nissan, and the savings are clear. Cars, trucks, SUVs, all your favorite models are on sale with low prices and payments. New year, new you, new Nissan. And with over 300 to choose from, you've got plenty of options. Drive a new Altima, just $169 a month. Only $169 for a new 2020 Altima. Drive a new road, just $199 a month. Or save up to $8,500 off. Only $199 for a 2020 road. Or save $8,500 off a new 2019 road. Or take the wheel of a rugged new Titan pickup and save up to $14,000 off. That's right, up to $14,000 off a new Titan. Get big savings on our large selection of used vehicles, too. And if you need credit, come and get it. Hurry into Greer Nissan. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard or shop online at GreerNissan.com. 864-479-1197 for more details. Why waste your time hand-washing your car when you can get the job done in minutes at Pars Quality Car Wash in Boiling Springs? Experience one of their excellent car washes today. Don't let crumbs, bugs, dirt, and other particles interrupt your car's overall appearance. Other car washes just basically rinse off your car and fail to get off the stuck on bugs and dirt that takes a little elbow grease to remove. Ask about their car detailing, too. Visit Pars Quality Car Wash, 1929 Boiling Springs Road, and get a quality car wash done by hand. 578-9274. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Selecting a financial advisor to entrust your hard-earned assets is one of the most important decisions you will ever make. Janie Montgomery Scott has more than 185 years of experience, tracing its roots to 1832. Janie's boutique size allows it to remain agile, meeting the demands of turbulent market cycles while addressing the needs of its clients. Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott sets the bar high. He provides superior advice, expertise, and support through every stage of your life and finances. As a firm, Janie's regional size offers the advantages of scale, allowing for close client relationships with personalized advice and planning. Call Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. The Dan Patrick Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. Nelson Crozier is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Let's go live to Nelson now. Good morning. Good morning, Nelson. How are you doing? I'm sorry, uh, well, I'm not sorry, but Harry Gant did cut into your time a little bit, but when you get a guy like him uh, telling a great story, it's hard to hard to cut him off, so um, I'm sure you understand. Nelson, I, we're in uncharted waters here with this uh, coronavirus affecting the races and the schedules and everything like that. Um, do you think two races is going to be enough to, to get... 
to get things squared away, or do you foresee that we could have, uh, I think the next race after that is Texas on the 28th. What do you think the chances that, we're going to actually go to Texas? Well, at the present time, uh, Texas is still planning to go ahead. Well, I mean, obviously we hope they do, but, uh, you know, Indy uh, canceled four. They went a whole month, and their their first race isn't going to be until the the 500 at Indianapolis. So it's a fluid situation, and it's a terrible thing, and we uh, it's a... Uh, it affects a lot more than just uh, not having races with all the the ancillary things that go on uh, connected to races and the actual people that are getting sick. So, uh, you know, we just have to bear with it. It's, uh, un- like I said, it's uncharted territory. All right. Well, you know, we got through uh, 9-11. Uh, this, we're well ahead uh, of the curve and everything. Uh we just have to look and see where can we make up these two races because they're currently they are not capital they are postponed. Well, uh, that's interesting. Uh, do we have any? I haven't looked at the schedule, but is there gaps in the schedule, or do you think they would put them at the end of the season and uh, Phoenix would no longer be the last race? No, I think I'll try to get them, uh, you know, put in the middle somewhere. Uh, one of the things we're talking about now is having uh, you know, the all-star race on the Thursday before the 600. That would open up the weekend before. They were also talking about, you know, uh, in July, I think there's an open weekend, having one race on Thursday, another race on Sunday. Uh, the big problem there is that is in the NBC part of the season, uh, what does Fox have on those uh, tapes where they can cover the race? Yeah, Nelson, um, like I say, this country, we've been through through a, a tremendous amount, and all the sports are uh, adjusting to it and, uh, you know, doing things. But uh, what what's, I've always heard of Asian flu, and we had Hong Kong flu and different things. But do you think this thing, that they say it's just going to kind of play itself out, but the people that's vulnerable, and uh, we were laughing at ourselves, you know, uh, the, the old people and stuff are more at risk than young people. Yeah, well, uh, anybody who has uh, a weak immune system, uh, you know, is definitely at risk. Uh, I mean, I had a pretty nasty bout uh right after Christmas uh, with the regular flu and uh, in the market yeah, like uh, you and me we both have weak immune system uh, radiation really did me in uh, so far as having any new qualities well uh, let me ask you a question Nelson and actually a racing question when I was driving home from Charlotte yesterday um all the transporters were coming back from Atlanta. I mean, it was it was like a transported parade. I literally saw dozens. I guess that was Xfinity and truck and and of course uh, I could easily recognize the cup transporters. But one went by. Of course, they're going uh, north, and I was heading south. But a a beautiful big rig went by, and it was from Ilmore. 
Now, is Elmore is is that are they in any way involved in NASCAR? And I'm not aware of it because I always thought I've always thought that was an Indy car engine. I know it's two guys' names. I can't think of the names, but Ill and Moore are uh, uh, taken from their names. But are they involved in NASCAR? Or was that just a coincidence that there was an Elmore transporter? Because it was it was definitely looked like a, all the rest of the racing transporters. Yeah, no, Elmore supplies uh, all the engines for the truck series. Ah, well, there you go. I knew Nelson would know the answer. You learned something new today. Well, I did, because, you know, they we were, all have. They were involved in Indy for a long time. But uh, Let oh. me refresh. I'm pretty sure it's the truck series. It could be the office series, but it's either one or the other. Well, if they supply the engines, then uh, let me, my next question is, do they make three different types of engines, or is there no differentiation between the engines and, and if it is the truck series, say the truck series? No, it's one engine regardless of what new truck. See, now that's that's something else I didn't know. That I guess they're getting even less less stock <laughs> the more the I, more we talk about it. Perry, I'm like well, you. I, I thought that was like a. An IndyCar thing, open wheel, yeah. Elmore or something. I, I know they had probably some involvement, but like I say, Nelson, <laughs> Nelson straightened us out on that because I was knows. thinking the same thing you were, Perry. Well, Nelson, I wasn't on the show last week, and I know y'all touched on it because I listened to the show um, later on. Of course, they're going to the one, I don't know if you call that a lug nut or not. I mean, what is the technical term? For that big thing in the middle, it's just like a huge lug nut. And uh, I, 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 do you, I, I know you had the one that you showed me, and um, and you showed us here when you were in Spartanburg one time. You showed it to Ronnie, the lug nut that you designed that you could tell if it was it was loose or tight. You know, with the uh, just the, my eyeball. Yeah, just a, a masterful piece of engineering. Is are you going to make another one for the single lug nut? And is it even called a lug nut? Well, for, uh, we're referring to it as a lug nut, uh, even though it probably has another proper name. Uh, no, at this time, we're not anticipating, uh, you know, pursuing that, although we uh, we are pursuing it for a number of other non-NASCAR uh, and model automotive applications. Well, I know that, uh, you know, Indy's always had that, you know, since as far back as I can remember, the, the first Indy 500 and before. And, uh, of course, uh, Alan Hill, who uh, his brother Mike, of course, the, the, does the WeatherTech uh, sports car series. I, they just have the one lug. And uh, it, it's. I guess everybody's going to have it now unless you're just a – now, okay, here's a question. Or is that going to uh, – be one lug on the the trucks and Xfinity as well, or is it just going to be Cup? Only Cup. Uh, Xfinity and truck will still retain the 15-inch steel wheel and the five lug nuts. Ah, okay. So we we will get to still see uh, the lug nuts flying um, flying off the car when they come in, and of course, uh, I tell you what, Greg's told me many times that it, it can be very painful. You don't think about it when they run over those lug nuts and, and they, they shoot them like bullets out from under those tires bouncing off everybody's uh, shins. No question about that. But, you know, uh, the cost of the current lug nut 
between one and two dollars a piece. A new one between one and two hundred dollars a piece. Well, I tell you what. Um, so they those will not be glued to the tire, will they? Or no? Uh, no. Uh, well, I don't anticipate that they'll be glued to the wheel, but you know, we'll just have to see what transpires. I mean, I never thought of it before right now, but I would think the lug would probably stay in the socket and you just reverse it and put it back on there. I, I, I don't know. Right. Uh, there's still more development that needs to be done on that. Well, with the uh, Delara chassis and one lug nut, and uh, I mean, it's... And now you tell me that some series, Elmore makes all the engines. Uh, it's Right, <laughs> and that is for the truck series. Okay, so... Well, Nelson, do you think personally that this is a step forward for NASCAR with the new wheels and, and lugs? Well, it's only part, a small part of the larger package. Uh, you know, they're only allowed to have six chassis for the year. Uh, and, you know, Delara apparently is out as a chassis supplier at the, somebody who's coming in. So, it's a work in progress. At this point, you can't say whether it's good or bad, but let's hope it's good and it doesn't press everybody out of the sport. Well, I hope so. And, uh, well, Nelson, uh, we got our top of the hour break coming up. We don't have any picks. Don't have to make picks. We don't, don't have to make to picks make this picks. week. So, uh, but we'll, Nelson did win last week, I believe. No, I thought no, you said Alan. Alan won last we'll week. We'll get to the bottom of that. But, Nelson, we appreciate you coming on. And even though we're not racing, you, uh, I hope we'll continue to come on the show every week. Sure, and uh, you need to double check your pie number. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do I, I could have read some of it wrong because I was reading it off my yeah. phone. Okay. Yeah, it should, uh, should be 3.14592 6535. Oh, well, leave it to Nelson. Absolutely. I, I trust Nelson's more than I trust mine. All right. Thank you, Nelson. We'll talk to you next week. We're up against the break, and uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to Start Your Engines. Spartanburg's radio home for University of South Carolina football is Fox Sports 1400 WSPG Spartanburg. Now on FM at 98.3. Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 460 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Thanks for the memories. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit upstatelogistics.com. 
Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets, to build wealth, and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you to design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Live from the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engine. Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engines. Here's your race team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Track reporter and racing insider, Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. And welcome back to the second hour of Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg from the Beacon Driving Studios. And uh, um, we are going to try to get a hold of um, Alan Hill right now, who called me before the show and said he'd love to come on at 11 o'clock. And he was underneath the car at the time that I called him. So uh, I believe we have Alan uh, pretty much right now. So let's go to the phone lines. Good morning, Alan. How you doing, buddy? Doing good, boys. How y'all doing? Well, we're doing fine. We've uh, we've had a Harry Gant and uh, Nelson Crozier. Who, by the way, what is Nelson? Nelson is the smartest man I know. I tell you what, Alan. He he straightened us out on. Uh, <laughs> he well, corrected my pie figure. He corrected us on pie, and he told us about the lug nut and that Elmore made all the engines for the truck series, and there was no, you know, like a Toyota engine or a Chevy engine, and I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> them boys, uh, they don't realize this. Once they go to that one lug nut suspension back there and it gets to be independent, that means you don't have that nine-inch solid rear end back there. So each side will be its own separate suspension. So each spring will control that one tire, whereas right now you've got solid axles all the way through there. And uh, each spring, you know, one side affects the other side on the nine-inch fork. Dang. Well, I mean, yeah. we're talking like, uh, is that like a, a a Formula One car or an Indy car yes, or even is. your your yes, brother's uh, Formula, sports car? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Formula One, uh, Indy type cars. You see Indy type cars back there with their own separate wishbones back there and stuff. You'll have that in NASCAR and stuff. Uh, 
But yeah, I mean, it's changing, and it'll, it'll make, uh, it's going to make some drivers happy. It's going to make some drivers sad. Well, that happens anyway, so. <laughs> yes, sir. So, um. It's going to be, it's going to be whoever adapts the first to it. And that's interesting because it sounded like to me, and we, we had to, he was so interesting and, and said so much while we were talking to him, but Harry Gant sounded to me like he had, he and his team, the Skull Bandit team, and, uh, um, uh, Travis Carter and Andy Petrie, I think maybe later on, but it sounded like they adjusted to the radial tire quicker than everybody else because he sort of attributed that yep. to the to the four wins in a row in September of ninety one. Yes, sir, uh, sure did. And you know, don't get me wrong. Everybody knows that Dale Earnhardt he loved the bus and he didn't get too good to the radial tire. So uh, some drivers do, some drivers won't. But like my driver, I got my driver here right now. You want to talk to him a little bit? We had a practice session last night at Traverse Speedway. They're gonna have a lot going on over there tonight. Okay, we'll we'll get uh, we'll get with what's uh, uh, maybe Danny Jada Tesnier. can give us that later or, or you. But yeah, we'd yeah. love to talk to Danny Tesnier. Well, here he is. He was on that racetrack last night in a brand new car. Doing great. How are you doing, Danny? No, I'm doing good. Well, now, Alan sent me a picture of a couple of beautiful, undented, unscratched race cars. Uh, looked like they were fresh out of the paint shop or, or the decal shop or whatever you want to call it. And uh, one looked like it was predominantly white and one was uh, blue and white and the other one was uh, blue and yellow. So uh, what's the difference in those two cars and which one were you in? Uh, last night I was in the black, white, and blue, and it's uh, kind of split between black and white, and then got some black letter, uh, blue lettering and stuff on it. It's a uh, car I ain't never run on. You know, the first laps I made on it last night, it's a Camaro with leaf springs. And I'm used to running a coil spring car, you know, like a Monte Carlo or something. So, uh, we went over last night and practiced, and the track was super smooth, real good. It had a small hump getting in the three, but it wasn't a major thing. And uh, I was just taking it easy, you know, the first couple of practice sessions, everybody's you know, wondering, you know, you. How's the leaf spring car feel? How's the leaf spring car feel? And I'm like, I'm out here just riding around trying to feel the difference because everybody says it's going to be different. And I ain't felt no difference. So I went out there the last session and made me some good runs. Felt good. And everybody said, well, how, what can you tell the difference? I said, well, I can't tell the difference. I'm just in the car. You know, I don't I don't feel no difference. So it's you know, <laughs> kind of disappointing that I didn't feel the difference. Everybody told me I was going to, but it felt good. Now, how is that track um, different from... From Cherokee Speedway, I mean, uh, is it the same? Are they both the same length and uh, composition? No, or? The straightaways there is a little shorter, and the, the corners is a little narrow, a little slower in the corners. You know, slow up a good bit in the corner, and the drag race from the center off down the down the corner. But you know, better you make your car getting in the corner and go through the center of the corner and back down straight up better yard. But you know, we're running a good bit more gear than we do. That, uh, yeah, me so you know, the mile per hour ain't quite there, but you know the. The speed and the RPMs and all that, you know, it, it's there. Um, are you racing today or just practicing more? Uh, we're going to race tonight. At Traveler's Rest? Traveler's Rest. Okay. Yeah. Well, good luck to you. We, uh, um, I didn't get a Fox decal to put on that car, so uh, we got to come up with one. <laughs> we got to have a Fox decal because you won that. Well, it looks like we're going to have to have at least two. Yeah. You, uh, yeah. Well, and is that the now when you go to another track and maybe uh, 
uh, Alan always gives me the, the the fish eye when I start getting too nosy about what y'all are going to do. But is the <laughs> is this the the track uh, this car tonight? Would that not run as well as the other car at Cherokee? I mean, is uh, is it like a smaller track or a smaller car track or? Is it really that, well, other than the springs, is there that much difference? Because you said you couldn't really tell a difference. They've changed the rules at Cherokee this year where it went combined rule with, uh, with Carolina rules. So uh, the rules are just a little bit different. And you know, change them. We went to different tracks. Now they changed the year. Every time we went to different tracks, we went ahead and put this car together. Uh, Alan had bought it four or five years ago, and it's just been sitting in the shop. So, you know, so we might as well use it. So primarily, we'll probably run this black and white Camaro it. Harris and TR, and then the blue and yellow be like at uh, Carolina and Gaffney. Okay, well, so it's uh, kind of like a, a super speedway in a short track car. Not exactly the same, but it sounds like it's uh, sort of like that. I guess you're, ex- if, you know, over the winter, I don't know if you had that much, uh, uh, y'all did any practicing at all over the winter. I, if, if you did, Alan didn't, didn't say much about it, but I guess you're pretty excited to get going again. Yeah, yeah, you know, at towards the end of the year, you kind of get burnt out on it. You ready for you know a little break, but then you know a couple, two or three weeks into the winter, you're like, man, you know, I'm missing it. And you know, when it's two or three weeks before it's time before you, you know, your first race or your first practice, you're really excited about it. Then, you know, so, yeah, I'm glad to get back going this year. I bet you are. Now you're uh, your day to day job. You're still, you're the service manager at the at the Spartanburg Chevrolet. Is that is that still the case? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a uh, service manager at Spartanburg Chevrolet. I've been there since uh, 93, so it's working on my 28th year, 27th year. Just passing and, uh, through, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I've been there a while. I like it. It's a good place to work. It's, well, it's not to. Uh, even though it's close to home. This is, it's not about me, but uh, in 77 through 80, or late 79, I was a service manager at the no longer in existence Murphy Cadillac Pontiac over on Henry Street. And I tell you what, that uh, you are, you're a heck of a man to be a service manager because that's the only job I ever quit without having another job to go to. It was, (laughs) I I would lay in bed, I would lay in bed and couldn't go to sleep knowing that some little old lady was going to show up with that Cadillac in the morning with that rattle we couldn't find. Oh, yeah. The rattles and squeaks and you know, stuff like that sometimes the hardest to find. And then you got to deal with the customer when you can't find it. And you got to deal with the technician or whoever's working on the car to try to explain to them what you got there to try to make everybody happy. So, you know, it's just a kind of, when you're a manager, you're kind of a middle man person. But you know, I've figured out how to work through it over the years and make it work, I guess, for me. Well, I'd love to sit down and swap stories with you because I was there <laughs> in 78 when they downsized the cars. From the, you know, if you think of a 77 Grand Prix and a 77 and a 78 Grand Prix, I mean, that was two different cars entirely, and they had the Space Saver tire, and on the 78s, they painted the metric bolts and everything blue, and none of my mechanics oh, yeah. had metric wrenches. It was crazy. And you very rarely find a standard wrench or a standard socket in a technician's toolbox now. Yeah, and they wanted Murphy to pay for their new tools, and uh, <laughs> that was the. Uh, that fell on deaf ears, but anyway, yeah. If you're a, you, you got my you got my heart. If you uh, if you're a service manager, because that's that's a tough job, and for you to do it 28 years, um, I tell you what, uh, being a race driver, I, some of those old ladies come in there uh, 
I'd act like I couldn't hear them or something if I were you. I say, you know, I'm sort of deaf from racing. I don't, I, I can't, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Well, you don't well, keep a job I, I, 28 I, I, I years by doing that. Stores, I started off there, you know, as a working in the shop as a helper, then I you know, moved up as a technician and went on the line as a technician. Then I, I was a shop woman, you know, for about 15 years and then got the, uh, you know, the tiles service manager so i work my way up to it so i know you know whenever i go back and talking to my guys about what i need done i know both sides of it so you know got a little leniency there yeah i worked my way up to it too i was a car salesman and i showed up at work one day and i was told i was a new service manager so uh, uh <laughs> oh actually i was a service writer I, I did i did have sort of a uh a buffer zone there when i learned a little bit about the service department but anyway um yeah, that's that's a that's a heck of a a, a job, and I admire you for for being a service manager. But racing's the main thing, and you've got a um, a long season ahead of you. Now, there's not any kind of um, postponements or anything. The, the the coronavirus, I mean, it's it's just not a it's just not a factor uh, around these short tracks yet, or, or hopefully yeah, it never I will mean, be. Uh, but yeah, not it's a it's a it's a bad thing what's going on. I know everybody needs you know take precautions. Absolutely. Safe, you know, I just accused Alan of having it back here a while ago. He got sneezing. Now here I am talking on his telephone. So I ain't too smart about that. Am I? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know it's uh, it is a serious thing. But I, I gosh, I, I hope you guys can keep it together and keep uh, and keep going to these local tracks. So we'll we'll have some racing to talk about for a while because it's going to be kind of. It's going to be kind of slim without uh, without all the national series running. So we uh, we're going to be even heavier than we usually are with the local the local information. All right. Well, you know how everybody talks about pollen season. They want to see the rain to wash some of this stuff up. So maybe we we'll go start some dust and not wash some of this, you know, kill some of this uh, coronavirus. Like. Well, um, I tell you what, uh, we wish you the very best of luck, and we follow you every week. Uh, naturally, with Alan on the show, and um, uh, it was great having your lovely wife Jada on last week. She's a she sounds very professional when she's on the air, and I know the guys love having her in the studio. And I think we're going to try to talk to her in a few minutes and and find out what's going on locally. So, uh, good luck to you tonight, and uh, uh, say goodbye to the folks and pass the phone back over to Alan. Let me tell him, yeah, something. and bring us home a trophy. All right, we're gonna try. All right, thank you, Danny. Yeah, go ahead. No, I just wanted to tell you bye. <laughs> oh, okay. No, this... Well, you know I won. Don't don't give Jesus a win last week. I won. I picked twenty <laughs> Well, I looked she it up and, and I corrected it. And and since I was last week's winner, that means I'm this week and the next week till they start back racing. That's right. I mean, you yeah, reigning winner. You're the reigning winner. Yep. That's something I haven't done since 2017. <laughs> well, kind of like I told Danny, I said you won the last race at Traverse Rest, which is that big race over there. We might as well start the year off with a new car and just go ahead and get that win again. Well, I tell you what, uh, Alan sent me pictures of those two those cars. Those are two good-looking cars. I showed them to the boys here in the studio, and uh, those are beautiful. And, I, of course, I told Alan I wanted them to stay that way, and I got the, the LOL reply, so... Uh, but good luck to you tonight, and we hope, uh, you know, nothing but the best, and we and, and and have you back in the studio next week unless you can't make it. And I've told you time and time again, it, it, you know, 
you do what you got to do, and we'll. Uh, I, I just appreciate you coming on uh, by telephone. All right, just appreciate y'all understanding. This is a brand new car, and I'm trying to go back over every nut and bolt. We broke that engine in last night, and kind of turned it probably just a little bit too harder than we wanted to turn it. So now we're going to back off on it a little bit, and let's go back racing. All right, that sounds great. Now, uh, I did get a text a few. Uh, actually, it's on uh, uh, Facebook Messenger, which. Um, I actually don't know how to access, but um, your brother Mike sent a um, a message to me uh, after the Harry Gantt uh, interview saying how much he enjoyed it and that he thought at one time Junior was going to uh, uh, hire uh, Harry Gantt. I think that's what he was getting ready to say. And uh, yeah. in fact, here's another message from him. It says, uh, oh, our single nut sockets have magnets that hold them to the nut. The nut will last. So there you go. We just a wealth of information here. Yes, sir. If you just put it out there, somebody will answer it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Named either Nelson Crozier or Mike Hill or Alan Hill. So, uh, well, look, we appreciate you coming on, and we're gonna let you get back to doing what you're doing. Don't uh, don't bust your knuckles or anything. Hopefully, we'll see you back in the studio next week. And um, you know, we don't have too many results to uh, to talk about. So you. Uh, if you want to get us some guests, I'll just you know maybe this is stuff for off the air. But you you just line them up and we'll, we'll we got time for them. We may have to do something like that because uh, hadn't heard that. But I think I've got a wedding to go to next week. Uh, my brother's son's gonna be getting married. I think March twenty first or something like that. So we may have to work something out. Okay, well I'll be talking to you during the week, and we'll we will we'll work something out. And I appreciate you coming on and. We're going to take a break here in a second and see if I can uh, see if I can ring up Jada. All right, thank you, boss. All right, thank you, and that's thank Al- you, Alan. Thank you, Alan. That's Alan Hill, and I tell you, what a great guy! Oh, he is up underneath the car working, getting ready for a race tonight. But he takes time out for the show. And if Nelson doesn't know it, odds are Alan either knows it or knows where to find it. Or Mike. Or Mike. I think it's neat that they are fooling with those leaf springs because you know that's what we ran. For years and years, like when Billy Wade and, uh, you know, Petty's, the Petty's always had them torsion bars, but, uh. That was a Chrysler thing, right? Torsion yeah, bars? Yeah. But, uh, you know, the Fords and Fred Lorenzen and, and Wade and everything, we used uh, the leaf springs, and it seemed like the leaf springs were better on dirt. And I, I know Alan, they, they, they got thinking about that, and, uh, I bet it turns into a real good car. Well, we'll find out how he does tonight. I know uh, um, I'd, I'd love to be at Traveler's Rest because uh, uh, that's just a beautiful car. And I guess at this stage of the season, they all look nice. <laughs> yeah. Whereas by the time you get to September, they're going to be um, beat up a little just bit. a little bit wrinkled. A little bit wrinkled. Well, we're going to take a break right now and come back and uh, see if we can get a hold of Jada. Tesnier and see if she can tell us a little bit about what's going on locally. If not, we'll uh, tell some lies or something, but you're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. 
For years now, we've been telling you about Palmetto Spirits' tremendous wine selection. We've told you about Palmetto Spirits carrying special, small-batch, handcrafted bourbons and whiskeys that you can't find anywhere else. But what truly sets Palmetto Spirits apart is their customer service. Jim and the entire staff knows wines and liquors and knows how to find you the perfect bottle for the perfect occasion. Palmetto Spirits. Leadville Road on Spartanburg's west side, where customer service is the difference. This is the sound a McDonald's bag makes when you grab it. Now that just sounds like a paper bag, but to Nate, it sounds like... Because Nate hooked himself up like a champ. Improved you can save on the delicious food you crave. Wake up to the freshly prepared McChicken Biscuit or the sweet and savory taste of the new Chicken McGriddles. Just $1.59 each. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946. Open Mic Daily is now in its second decade talking sports in Spartanburg. How do we explain our longevity? Clean living for one. A keen grasp of reality. We cover Spartanburg and Spartanburg County first. Weekday afternoons at 3 on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. And welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg from the Beacon Drive-In Studios. And it's my great pleasure to welcome back onto the show, not in person, but over the phone, Jada Tesnier. Good morning, Jada. Good morning. How are y'all doing? Great. And it was, you sound so good. And I was listening to the live last week, the second hour of the show, and uh, which was mostly you. And it, you sounded real, real good. Fine job. Appreciate you filling in. And you, uh, I told you. Told you the first time you were on the show, you got a you got a spot here any week you want to be on. Thank you so much. I, I would be there in person, but this morning, um, as we all know, the coronavirus is ever changing, and um, so we've had several conference calls this morning regarding um, statewide schools, and and so if my phone beeps in and out, that that may be calls that I'm, I'm declining for the next little bit. So just bear with me. Um, but going over last week, um, you do, uh, J- Jada, you do what you got to do. I mean, if something comes up more important than uh, than than what you're telling no. us, then you just say, <laughs> "I'll be right back," and we'll come right back. Or you call us. You you do what you got to okay, do well, as far as the virus is concerned. Well, right now we're we're good. But last week at uh, Lancaster, they uh, were able to complete the second night um, of the Red Nose Rumble. 
um, starting off with the results, the Carolina Clash uh, Super Late Model went to Zach Mitchell. Second was Brett Ham. Third went to Ben Watkins. Fast Track Late Model went to winner was downtown Michael Brown. If you remember, he also won the previous night. Um, so he had a back-to-back win. So great weekend for Michael Brown. Second went to Carson Ferguson. Third went to Travis Steele. Great sportsman. Winner was Ditton Threat. Second was Bill Knight. Third was Jacob Cato. Renegade. Winner, Andrew Baker. Second went to Timbo Mangum. Third went to Brandy Baker. Rounding out Extreme Four was winner, David Laney. Second went to Brad McManus. Third was Chris Baker. And then also they had Thunder Bomber. First place went to Benji Knight. Second place was Steve Green. And third was Greg Carroll. So they were able to get that race in. Um, Also had a big race at Livonia Speedway. Um, They had a two-day show as well. Uh, Their Sunday, March 8th results. The 602 Thunder Series late model. uh, First place went to Blake Craft. Second went to Brian Grumble. Third went to Austin Mint. Front wheel drive, we had Hunter Anthony taking the win. Travis Jamison and Seth Smith finished out third. Mod Street, Daniel Doster, Sterling Hill. Third was Kyle Gordon. Stock 8, first we had Bradley Jones. Second went to Jack Hill. And third went to Stephen House. And the 602 Charger, I believe there was a little bit of a uh, controversy in in the Charger uh, with the DQ, but uh, congratulations to Cagle. For the win, Jay Merck finished second, and third was Cole Cash. Um, those were the only tracks that uh, finished out the weekend last weekend. The, the, um, the whole, that driver's name is Cole Cash? It is. That's a good name. I love it. That's a good um, name. We were we were looking forward, you know, we, we had debated back and forth whether we were going to Carolina um to start in the new Super Street uh, Super Sportsman Series or to Traveler's Rest, but received word late on Thursday night um, that Carolina was going to cancel on Saturday night, uh, but continue running on Friday night. And then, um, as the coronavirus continued um, with the um, emergency status uh, from the president and local governors. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Carolina Speedway received strong recommendations to cancel the race. I say cancel, cancel for the weekend. However, postpone the memorial race for a different date. So and obviously, obviously, we're talking two different states, two different governors, and two absolutely. different ways of looking at these things. Absolutely, and and that's something that everyone, certainly in the government, um, is dealing with, but. Carolina Speedway did postpone the memorial race. Um, they're, they're unsure right now of the makeup date, um, but hopefully they will get that uh, back on the schedule um, for probably later on in the year. I know that their schedule is packed with several big races coming up. Um, I will say that Traveler's Rest is certainly on go um, as of the last hour, so hopefully we are Fingers crossed that everything is good to go for their first race. Um, 
as Danny and Dad said, that they did have practice last night. I don't think that they had too many cars, but certainly the cars there uh, were either working out bugs or trying them out for the first time, getting ready for this evening. So the gates open today at Traveler's Rest Speedway at 4 o'clock. Driver's meeting will be at 6 o'clock. Hot laps start at 6.30 with uh, racing to follow. The lineup includes Carolina Driveline Rookies, Extreme 4, Renegade 8, Pure Stock, Limited Sportsman, Crate Sportsman, and they're having a Thunder Bomber shootout for $1,000 to win. And fans are $13, thin and under free. Pits are $25, with $5 for kids uh, from the ages 4 to 10, 3 and under are free. Um, so hopefully... Um, it will be a great night of racing at Traveler's Rest. Also, another track that is currently running is Modoc Speedway. Um, Modoc also had a practice last night, and they are gearing up for a huge race tonight. It is um, opening at 4 o'clock today. Driver's meeting, 6.30. Racing starts at 7. Um, passes for the pit will be $35.00. Stands will be $20. Uh, it says that they'll have the full concessions open, which I'm sure Travelers West will as well. Um, 604 Crate, 602 Crate, Stock V8, Front Wheel Drive, Super Street, and then they have also added MMSA um, because of Carolina counseling. A lot of uh, drivers were headed to Carolina um but, uh, but MODOK realized that the cancellation was happening there, so they went ahead and added them to the to the lineup. And so um, I know a lot of MMSA drivers are on their way down to MODOK um, to run that race as well. Where is MODOK? MODOK is about two hours uh, down the road. Um, I want to say past Anderson, um, but... but certainly don't hold me to that um but it's it's a good way down down from here um and a lot of our drivers um do come from uh gaffney um shelby north carolina um but if i'm not mistaken um it's it's more towards clark hill um down that area of, of the state so um so, Harris Speedway um, is not running this weekend. Um, however, they do have a practice scheduled for tomorrow. Um, it's an open practice. They have not been able to have any races yet due to the weather. Um, and they had kind of scheduled um, their weekend off because Travelers Rest had opening weekend this weekend. Um, same thing for Lancaster was off this weekend due to Carolina. Um, you know, as I've always stated that these local tracks within a few hours of each other do try to work together. Um, whenever one's having a big race, they they lay off and um, vice versa. So, really nice to see these tracks working together. Um, so, no racing tonight at Livonia, Lancaster, or Cherokee. Um, the only track that I know that are open would be TR, um, MODOK, and then Harris for practice tomorrow. 
And um, our producer, uh, Ronnie Black, has just shown me that Modoc is in McCormick, South Carolina, about 100, okay. 108, 110 miles away. And your two hours was pretty close. Uh, according to Google Maps, it's an hour okay, and 57 minutes from the studio. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll save that drive for another night, and we'll just go about 45 minutes on down the road to TR. So, but if, if somebody, you know, certainly wanted to see that MMSA race or a certain driver, they they have plenty of time to make it down there. Um, because I I really don't know of many more sports um, events that will be broadcasted live due to the coronavirus right now. Um, so you you certainly have a chance to come out and watch some dirt track racing uh, locally and. As I always say, we, we need fans to support the dirt tracks and um, to be in the stands and cheering on your favorite drivers. Are you excited? I am excited. I did not get to go last night. I, I left the office later than expected, um, which is fun. And so um, I had texted Danny and said, I'm not going to be able to leave till around 530 or 6. Um, and I sent him a text saying, good luck, love you. Friendly reminder: I don't have any pictures of the car yet, so don't don't get her too dirty. Keep her <laughs> off the walls. Keep her in the middle. <laughs> well, I got I got a couple of pictures here. I'll send you one that they sent me. Alan sent me yeah, a couple of beautiful I, shots. I, I like it whenever it's got tires on her and oh, she's okay. on the track. And, I got you. Um, I always try to get a million pictures before the first heat race because after the first heat first to eat race it's on yeah. um there's going to be a scratch on it after that first one i know i hope that there's not but an order um, of, an order of donuts on the side yeah so <laughs> i i do um which is normal i mean i i like her clean and pretty and no marks but i understand that that's a part of racing so um so yeah i'll certainly be taking plenty of pictures tonight and um, hopefully take a vic- victory lane picture at the end of the night and um, we'll be able to share it with you guys later on this evening but if not that's okay we'll we'll have fun and make memories in the process and give it our best shot that sounds great and jada we uh you do such an outstanding job you uh as i said you're welcome on here anytime and i, I hope uh i hope we can get a couple of fox decals for those cars because it seemed like it was a uh, Pretty lucky thing last year for that final big, big race at Gaffney. That, yes, as soon as we put that Fox decal um, on it, he continued to win races. And um, so we'll certainly have to get one for the black car. I haven't named her yet. I always named the cars. Well, what's the blue one? Um, what's the blue one's name? The, well, well, she's actually blue and yellow. Right. Um, so she that's Sunshine. And then Princess is um, the metric chassis car that's still here at our shop um, in Robot. Princess? So we have Princess. So uh, we have that's princess. a real racy name for a car. <laughs> hey, she, she was a princess. So okay. she's, she's retired just a little while. So we have Princess, Sunshine, and I haven't named um, the black one yet, but it'll come to me. You just can't throw out a name. Eclipse. Um, 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. No, I'm it, just... it may have it, it may have something to do with coronavirus. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know about that one. <laughs> this is the first weekend, so if she wins and does a good, I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to figure that out. Okay. So, um, but yeah, interesting tidbit about us. Yeah, well, that is good. I mean, uh, uh, Greg, did y'all name the That's... race cars back in your day? We had occasionally had a. A name we usually related to it as far as the number, uh, the twelve, the ten car, the, uh, different uh, different things. I was just on the tip of my tongue trying to think of who. Uh, oh, what really sticks to, to mind is uh, Darrell Waldrop had a short track car when he was driving for. Uh, Diegard with the Gatorade called it Bertha. I remember Bertha, and it would run. and And he said, like, you know, Buddy Parrott was a crew chief, and at that run, he said we'd just take a stick welder and weld up the cracks in the floor pan and do this, do that, clean it up, and go out and do it again. But it it was one of those deals that just handled good. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we had a name. Uh, uh, well, Jada, you uh, you uh, you have a, a good evening. Lots of luck. I, I hope Danny. If uh, y'all don't have anything to do tonight, come on to Traveler's Rest. We'll be more than happy to host you in the pit or um, you way want, back to you from the grandstand. You want me to? Uh, yeah, I can sit up there with Mr. Wilson. I'm sure Mr. <laughs> Wilson will be there. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I, I might. Dad told him the right time to be there. Don't be surprised if I show up, especially if you're going to have some of those good wings from Dudley's. Well, I, I don't know if, <laughs> if time will allow today for food. I know Dad and Danny are working on the car, and um, uh, we've got some conference calls here shortly, so I don't know if time will allow for food, but I can certainly uh, do a waitress job from the concession stand to our pit. Um, you got it. food is actually pretty good at Traveler's Rest Speedway. You got to eat, and it sounds like a lot of these racetracks have good food. And uh, we always do this show before I've had any breakfast or anything, and it makes um, <laughs> thank goodness we only got twenty one minutes to go, so I can get something to eat here pretty soon. But Jada, thanks for coming on the show, and uh, um, anytime, please come on. Just call us up if you got something to say to add, and uh, and best of luck tonight. We'll talk to you uh, hopefully very soon. Absolutely. Enjoy your day. Thank you. Thank you very much. And that's um, Jada Tesnier, who is the wife of Danny Tesnier. And we've had Alan on the phone today. So uh, we're uh, stroking right along. Well, as uh, Walter Brennan said in Rio, bravo, we're all cluttered up with Tesniers and Hills. Although I think, yeah. I think he said Burdettes. But uh, we um, appreciate all of them coming in to uh, uh, give their contributions on, you know, for the show and the, uh, by phone because they couldn't make it in. They're doing other things, getting race cars ready, and that's just wonderful. And uh, we, appreciate, uh, we appreciate their participation, which is going to ramp up a little bit as, uh, as we have so many postponements and uh, cancellations. We're going to really, really concentrate on the local stuff. But we're going to take our last break and come back and... Um, I'll sort of shoot the bull and talk a little bit about the um, what 
what's happening and what's not happening. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. It's easy to jump on the internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946. Looking for a reliable and affordable graphics printer? Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, and banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full-color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. Image Printing is your one-stop shop for all your personal and professional printing needs. Image Printing has been servicing the upstate since 1989 and provides the personal touch that you will be sure to love. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Avenue across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center or call 864-583-8848. Hey, this is Ryan Cleary. Lately, I've been eating one home-cooked meal after another. I'm talking million-dollar spaghetti, Mexican lasagna, chicken tetrazzini. I can't cook at all, and my wife's a great cook, but she has a full-time job. So neither of us have time to feed our three little ones a home-cooked meal. Many of you listening can relate one way or another. Who has the time? Mama Sue's does. That's right. Mama Sue's on East Henry Street in Spartanburg has homemade meals daily for you to pick up. Place an order online or stop in at Mama Sue's. Also check out their $5 lunch specials. Mama Sue's, open Monday through Friday, 10 to 6. The weather has finally cooled down, but that doesn't mean your need for ice changes with the seasons. The big game is just around the corner, and that means time for parties. Whether you're hosting a big party or just having a few friends over to watch the game, Twice of the Ice can help you get ready for your event. Twice of the Ice has 12 convenient ice houses located throughout the county. Twice of the Ice is affordable. You get a 10-pound bag for $1.25 or a 16-pound bag or 20-pound bulk for $1.75. It's available 24 hours a day using cash, credit, or debit card. To find the Twice of the Ice location near you, visit SpartanburgWater.org slash ice. So, what if you're walking out to your car after work today and it's been mashed by a runaway garbage truck? Yep, State Farm has an agent for that. Having your own State Farm agent means having a real person there to help you when things go wrong. So when accidents happen, you've got someone you know who will be there when you need them. Cliff Gobert in Spartanburg is that State Farm agent. Cliff's got your back when things go wrong. Call Cliff Gobert on East Main Street today, 597-1200. That's 597-1200. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Want to find out what's going on on Fox Sports 1400? Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. We have everything you need, including the all-important Listen Lively. Find it all at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Well, you can tell everybody. you can tell everybody. No 
should have had it before Harry Gant came on. Yeah. It would have been a little more appropriate or, or some of our other guests. But uh, speaking of, well, it is good because the man is Lanny McKinney. He is. And Lanny uh, keeps us. Our media specialist. He's our, he keeps us straight with our uh, podcast and the Bud Moore Engineering website and our Facebook page. And we, we thank Lanny every week because we actually couldn't do without him. So uh, Lanny McKinney is a. Uh, Got our back, and he's out there helping us every single week, and we appreciate, Lanny, everything you do for us, and we'll never forget you. Yeah, Lanny does a heck of a job. He sure and does. He, he'll pick up the phone on the first ring. Uh, he's game to, to do anything to help the show. He's part of the show, like I said. He is part of the show. We wouldn't... Uh, it, it'd be hard to have the show without Lanny, to be honest with you. So... But he does a super good job. Well, let's touch on a few things here uh, in our last 15 minutes. I mentioned uh, NASCAR has canceled. But, you know, according to, according to um, Nelson, that just might be a postponement. I mean, he's talking yeah. about they're going to try to squeeze, squeeze those races in somewhere, maybe on a Thursday night or juggle around with the all-star race. And, uh, you know, we'll just see what what they come up with, but I know they uh, will probably do everything they can to have those races. Now, um, the Xfinity race last week, let's touch on that. It was won by Brandon Jones. Harrison Burton was second. Uh, Kyle Busch was third. And we haven't talked anything about Kyle, uh, about the uh, bounty. You know, they put up $100,000 for somebody that can beat Kyle Busch in a truck race. Uh, I think, uh, I can't remember who put the money. I think Harvick put up Harvick 50. Harvick put up uh, 50000 Yeah. And uh, Camping World put up fifty. A 100000 bucks if you can beat Kyle Busch in a Just truck race. Just finish in front of him, even if you don't win the race. Well, that's true. But you can't wreck him. Right. You got to race him fair and square. So. And, and he has to finish the race. And I know they have a, um, it's reminiscent of the old days. I remember Bud. Bud Moore telling me about they. Uh, I think they had a bounty on him and Joe Eubanks one time down at Columbia because they won like nineteen or twenty in a row or something. It was like uh, they put a bounty out there, if I'm not mistaken, and they had people showing up from Georgia, like Jack Smith and Gober Sosby and all these old time. Well, they, yeah. were, they weren't old timers then; they yeah. were uh, young hot drivers. And uh, um, I think Bud and Joe still beat them. Yeah, they would. Uh, they'd, they'd put up bounties on drivers. Promoters were, were, were you know. Oh, yeah. It. Well, I think uh, it was promoter that did this. Yeah, and uh, Little John was good at doing it, Alvin Hawkins and everything, and they'd, they'd say, no. Well, they little, would just they would get something stirred up. good promoter. Yeah, because you got to have some action out there. It, it's what what they say in the movie, uh, Days of Thunder, says, uh, rubbing's racing. Well, they're they going to... If, if they rub Kyle Bush, they don't get the money. But um, I don't. Well, they think... can rub him; they just can't take him out. Well, okay, that's 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 true. Okay, well, let's get on with this here. The uh, Xfinity race: uh, Brandon Jones, Harrison Burton, Kyle Bush, Brad Keselowski was fourth, Justin Haley was fifth, Chase Briscoe sixth, Noah Cragson seventh, Austin Cindric was eighth, Ross Chastain ninth, and Riley Herbst was tenth. And once again, um, 
Boy, I don't know. Maybe we can uh, maybe we can ask him since we got a couple of off weeks here and get uh, Jeremy Clemens on the the show. Uh, don't want to take him away from working on his car, but he's had a rough start. He was started 18th, but finished dead last last week at Phoenix, and that's a long way to go to to finish last. He is 25th in the point standings, and um, I mean he's. If he can start finishing some races, he can start moving up. I mean, he's only like, uh, you know, a few, not that far out of out of the being in twentieth place. So you just gotta start getting those good finishes in there, and I'm sure things will come around for uh, for Jeremy. Uh, oh, let me go back here, and um, since I'm looking at the point standings, it is Harrison Burton is leading the point standings in Xfinity. Chase Briscoe was second, Austin Sendrick third, Brandon Jones fourth, Ross Chastain is fifth, Noah Cragson sixth, Ryan Seed seventh, Justin Haley eighth, Justin Allgaier ninth, and Michael Annette is tenth. Um, Xfinity and Cup off for the next two weeks. Um, they've, uh, of course, shuffled Atlanta out of the way this weekend and Homestead next weekend. So they're going to um, uh, not race again until March 27th. When they have a three-race uh, three weekend at Texas with the trucks on Friday night. Saturday is Xfinity, of course, and Sunday is the cup race. So we'll see how that goes. ARCA ran at Phoenix. And uh, General Tire 150 that was won by Chandler Smith driving for who else? Bill Venturini. Michael Self was second driving for who else? Kathy Venturini. Third was Ty Gibbs. Fourth, Tanner Gray. Fifth, Zane Smith. And um, looking on down the line here, seventh was Hallie Deegan, the uh, much-heralded female driver that we, uh, we're going to follow her all year because she's, uh, she's supposed to be the next great thing, and uh, she is doing pretty well. She finished second at Daytona, so she's doing fine. And I noticed here finishing 13th was Takuma Koga, so we have a Japanese driver who is also uh, participating in ARCA. The driver standings in ARCA after... Uh, the Phoenix race, Michael Self is first, Hallie Deegan is second, so there you go. She's only 12 points out of the out of first. Um, another great racing name, Drew Dollar. Sounds like a sounds like a cowboy to me. Is third, Tanner Gray is fourth, and Thad Moffitt is fifth. So uh, ARCA will not run again until April 19th, all things uh, staying on schedule. And that will be in Salem, Indiana, on the on the half mile high bank dirt track. The trucks, as I said, are off until the uh, Friday night, uh, March 27th at Texas. Their standings after two races, they've only had two so far, rained out this week, or not rained out, postponed this weekend because of the virus. Austin Hill is leading the standings. Old-timer Johnny Sauter is second. Ben Rhodes is third. Brett Moffitt fourth. Sheldon Creed fifth. Zane Smith is sixth. Grant Enfinger seventh. Christian Eckes is eighth. Todd Gilliland, ninth, and Cody Rohrbaugh, tenth. And um, I noticed scattered through the field there, we've got uh, three Canadians, so a little international action. Now we go to Indy, who it's kind of a rough start for Penske, buying the series and the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and I saw he has replaced himself on Simon Pagino's pit box because he said it's just not right to own the series and call the shots for one of the drivers. So um, he has replaced himself, but they have also 
made the executive decision. And I know, you know, Roger Penske owns the series. So I'd say this is pretty much his doings. They've canceled or postponed their first four races, which is big. Uh, St. Petersburg on the road course this week. Um, Long Beach, I know, was one of them. I don't know the order of the dates. I think that third one might be that new speedway in Alabama. I said Austin, Texas, but I think it's the Alabama Motorsports Park. And um, and then the first, um, the road course race at Indianapolis has been um, postponed. So, actually, IndyCar will not get started until May 24th with the Indianapolis 500, Greg. So, they're, uh, they're not going to run for a while, but when they start, it's going to be big. Well, like I say, um, Roger Penske's the first class act, and he knows what he's doing, and uh, you know, a situation like we got right now is affecting all kind of sports. But uh, I'd be willing to bet people be known at the bit for some racing, some IndyCar racing, and uh, I'd say you're going to have some pretty packed stands for the Indy 500. Well, you usually do, but it's uh, yeah, you're right. They're they're going to be starved. You're you're right about that, and it remains to be seen. Now they've got some big gaps in their schedule. Looking at it here in my hand. And uh, so they've automatically gone from a 16-race schedule to 12. So uh, that's um, that's a pretty big chunk out of their season. Um, I think in most circles you'd call that 25%. And I'm not a mathematician, and I don't know pie, but uh, that was um, uh, 25% of their schedule. I'm sure they will try to probably make that up somewhere. But they did... They did uh You know, you're talking about talking about twelve. Uh, they did before the start. I mean, that's one thing they done. It cut it to twelve races. Well, as right now, it's at twelve unless they can reschedule those four, which I'm sure they'll probably try to do because they got more flexibility than NASCAR. And they, their season ends in September, so they yeah. they could go a little deeper into the into fall if they wanted to. Let me get on with this right here because we got okay. about four minutes left. Formula One. Um, really took some cuts and you knew this was coming i'm not i'm looking at the revised schedule which is 18 races i think they cut three or four out i know they were supposed to be in australia this weekend i know they had a vietnam a vietnamese grand prix was like the second or third one it's off the schedule and you know you're talking international travel and i don't know if these will be rescheduled or not i do not have any idea I think there was also a Chinese Grand Prix, which obviously was probably the first one to go. Um, but as of right now, they don't start their season until May 3rd at Zandvoort, which is the Dutch Grand Prix. And um, so, I mean, they got Dutch. Uh, the next week they go to Spain. The next week, uh, the weekend of Indianapolis, they're in Monaco, as always. And then on down the line until they finally come to the United States in October. And hopefully this will all be over with by then. But who knows if they're going to be able to make up those uh, those dates. As far as Mike Hill and the WeatherTech Sports Car Boys, uh, they had to cancel or actually postpone the 12 hours of Sebring, which uh, was supposed to be next weekend, if, not, if I'm not mistaken. It is now going to be November the 14th. So they're, instead of going to ending the season at Road Atlanta, as of right now, they're ending the season at Sebring, and they will start their season. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They already run the 24 hours of Daytona. So they'll run their next race uh, April 18th at Long Beach. 
for the Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach, and they're on the Mid Ohio and Detroit and uh, Watkins Glen. So the WeatherTech Sports Car Series is having to uh, make uh, adjustments just like everybody else. So, uh, Greg, last two minutes, you got anything? I mean, it's, uh, it's, you've been around racing longer than any of us, and uh, this is just unprecedented times. I've, I've never seen um, a situation where the sports and uh, so many things were affected uh, by an illness that's going around, and hopefully it's, it's going it's to play its course and uh, not be too bad and you know, hats off to the government. They they just want everybody to be safe until they get a handle on it. But uh, I think in a few weeks you're going to see it subside. And, uh, of course, the only one knows the man upstairs. And I think he's going to look after everybody. But I think a lot of this stuff is just precautionary that they can get a handle on what's going on. But, uh, yeah, it, it's it's... And the racing thing seems like it's probably getting hit worse than some of the other stuff. Of course, now when it, well, I don't know about that. I mean, when they, they canceled Mark Madness, yeah, I mean, that's they, pretty bad. They've canceled all college spring sports. I mean, well, I'd I, say that's getting I, devastating. And, and before we get out of here, I, I, I think we ought to also mention Spartanburg's own Zion Williamson, right? Nineteen-year-old young man who overnight became a multimillionaire has pledged to cover uh, the Pelicans Arena staff. That, that are not going to be getting paid during this right. time for 30 days. He's going to cover their paychecks. And now that's, and that's a 19-year-old local kid that not only has done well for himself, but is doing well for others. And I saw that the uh, Mark Cuban's doing the same thing with the right. Dallas Mavericks. And, and, and there's several other basketball yeah. players in the NBA that are that are doing that. And then you got the one idiot, Gobert, I think's his name out that uh L- that, that was infected that went around and touched everybody's microphone and the desk oh, and everything. Yeah. I mean yeah. they should uh take him out behind the woodshed and uh, educate him a little bit. Um but anyway, we appreciate everybody listening. If we have to adjust the show, we'll we'll just fill in with more stories and tales of the past <laughs> and uh do the best we can, but we appreciate everybody listening this week, and want to thank you for putting up with us. We'll try to, like I say, fill in with uh, everything we can to make it enjoyable, maybe get some good guests we can't normally get, and above all, keep it between the fences. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. We are Fox Sports. The home of the Spartanburg Vikings is Fox Sports 1400. WSPG Spartanburg. Now on FM at 98.3. Now. In the wake of the coronavirus scare, the NFL decided on Friday that teams can no longer meet with draft prospects after the close of the business day. Any and all future visits will need to occur via telephone 
Sport video conference. The Dolphins responded to that information by hurrying in a last-minute in-person visit with Utah State quarterback Jordan Love. Now, the Jacksonville Jaguars have placed a franchise tag on defensive end Yannick Ngakwe. That said, he still wants to play elsewhere. He'll likely be dealt in the near future. 